This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome along to this week's edition of the Sky Blues Extra podcast. What's you in association with the Sky Blues Tavern and Dylan's Brewery? Joining myself, Dean, this week are Dave and Andy. Chaps, good to have you along with me. How are you doing, Dino, mate? Very well. Nice to be back. Back mm-hmm. in amongst the, the podcast regime. Evening, after lads. A few, few weeks away. Evening, uh, But yeah, nice, nice to be back after gallivanting around Southeast Asia, which... It's been fun, but I'd rather be here with you boys. So, talking all things sky blue. Uh, the roller coaster of the season obviously continues from being relegation certs after six games to doing the hokey cokey in terms of achieving these playoffs. It's it's never dull, Andy, is it? That's free on the spin now. No, no, never dull. Um, obviously, we were looking down the table at one point a few games ago. Um, and now we're looking up. Um, it's very exciting times for me. Um, I know we were at five points off the playoffs after the games yesterday. Um, but yeah, all to play for, Dino, mate. Yeah, all to play for. That was probably the only disappointing thing about yesterday is that we were two points off. And then after all the results went the opposite way of what we were hoping for, uh, it's now back to back to five, but not unachievable. Yeah, it puts us, what, one point behind that them lot from yesterday, doesn't it? Um, I love how you don't use their name. No, I can't, can I? It's come to wash my mouth out and a bit that. <laughs> um, puts this one point behind them. It puts, yeah, you can't, you know, you know, we have to just focus on ourselves, can't we? We don't focus on others. Exactly. And yeah. if we keep winning and keep picking up points away from home and making CBS a fortress, then we won't be too far away at the end of the season. Fingers crossed. Uh, Dave, Andy just alluded to it there, but last time we spoke, we were, talking about just trying to keep our head above the the water as such after that defeat after defeat to Norwich uh, yeah I would have been one of those people to be honest that was 
not not negative, not doom and gloom, but just that, you know, maybe we are going to have to see the season out and maybe we're just going to have to get through it. And I feel like now, you know, things are looking up massively. We've we've played, we're back to playing really good football. But I think that's why at that time we were having those conversations because we were getting the wrong people injured. Um, and we were putting in these performances where we were sort of coasting through games and 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 maybe not making enough chances. Um, just didn't look flat. We didn't look, and we also looked very vulnerable at the back. I think that was the that was the key. And I think Robbins and Ad, um, obviously McFadden coming back in, but has has obviously gone back to the the drawing board to say, look, we have got to be difficult to beat. And there's not, you know, I still get nervous when balls come into the box, but we are much more resilient and much more um you know defensively sound and i think that's probably been the the catalyst really for, for the performance to turn around because if you know if you don't concede goals you you're likely to to get some wins aren't you because you're certainly not going to lose it's funny you mentioned about the defensive thing because if you think at the start of the season we were shipping goals left right and center we made a slight change and not allowing the fullbacks to go forward as such we've done that again over the last four or five games i feel and the results are turned back in our favour again. So we just have yeah. to utilise what we've got, really. Absolutely. I mean, it, it does mean that um, Vic's isolated at times. and But I don't think... I think the problem was, is, and we always said that, that we didn't actually have the players to play that wing-back system. Because Dabo yeah. was a you know a, a bit of a shadow of his, his sort of former League One self. Um, and Bidwell's not really... A, a, not a an, out and out wing back is he let's be no. honest um although you know i think special mention to him you know early on he he's been incredible and he he played really well again yesterday he's up there it's weird because me and ross absolutely slated bidwell those first three games since then the turnaround's been he just looked very rigid rigid didn't he very stiff like a very old traditional left left centre back or left back didn't he and and we we sort of thought how is he ever going to fit into that system um, but I think him and and obviously uh, the, the the lad from Burnley that's come in has made us much more of a sort of manly defensive outfit, if that makes sense. And I I said this yesterday. It sounds really stupid to say, but when McFadden got injured, we just needed a man in that back four. Panzo, great player. Doyle, great player. Rose on his day, also a very good player. But I always felt that they were just a bit naive and, and, and young at, at times and they needed someone that was just a bit like a you know just a, a man a bloke hold, to come to along hold, hold yeah. the reins yeah. effectively and pull them when they need to be pulled and that's you know we haven't had that sort of leader in there until Faz has come back and the, the results have really turned with his inclusion back in the squad um, Andy would you have seen 13 points out of 18 coming after that after that Norwich defeat no if I'm being honest, I wouldn't have. I was looking like Dave was down instead of up. I was just like looking. The nature that I was looking at the table, thinking like how many points we're away from the relegation. I was looking, yeah, it's it's only six. It's fine. It's fine. But then obviously the turnaround's been great. Uh, McFadden coming back, uh, leading to your point of what you've just been speaking about, it's been huge um, <clears throat> because the other three centre halves, they are good players, like Dave said, but they're just not leaders. They're they're young lads. They haven't got, like Robin said in, in many press conferences, they just don't talk, um, them three young lads. They need someone who leads, who organises them. And Fads does that brilliantly. He's like the glue that holds them two, or them two he plays aside um, together. 
So he's been huge. And I think the loan signing of McNally has oh. been brilliant. He's uh, so assured, so comfortable. You know, that, that little pre-assist for the first goal just shows what he's about as well. He can bring it forward as well. But he, he's, he's just very, very assured. And um, when he's on the pitch, you don't, he doesn't seem to get flustered, does he? He's very, I think very, he's got it all. Good. I think yeah. he really does. He's got that tenacity. He's got mm. a pass in him. He can bring the ball out. Yeah. Um, he seems to be talking a lot as well. Which big lad, know. big lad as well, you know, stocky lad. And yeah, he, he looks like you said, I think I agree with you. He looks the real deal. And hopefully he's one that we can earmark at, at the end of the season, especially if Burnley go up because they'll, they'll be wanted to get a much more assured defensive line for, for the Premier League. Uh, I can guarantee that. It's funny you just said about the you know, looking backwards and you said it was sort of six or seven points from the mm. relegation zone. I haven't looked at this for a long time, but that's 17 points clear of that now. Yeah, that, that and we're, that we're the last now, in that group as well, aren't we? So, you know, now it's down to 11th where we are. And then beyond that, that's it for playoffs. It's gone, really. So we're in with a with a sort of last of that possible group that could could challenge. Um, and when you look at it, we we've spoke before. There's a lot of heavyweights in there. There's some that could drop out. You know, a Millwall, um, a Luton could drop out. But there's you know your Norwiches, your Watfords, your West Broms. It it, it does look like a challenge. But I think we're the last club. The creams, that could... cream's rising now, isn't it, to the top? Yeah. You know, the teams that you expect to be there. And that we all said at the start of the season. You likes of Middlesbrough, Blackburn, Norwich. You know, potentially Watford and, and West Brom are there as well. So they're they're all sort of edging towards them now. And that's 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 the task we've got to overcome. Is is can we overtake them? But if you'd have said right after the, the start that we had if you would have gone to anyone you know be it walking to Dylan's a tavern after a game or you know you know when you're going to the toilet after the game and, and, and you just said 33 games gone a game in hand and we'll be four points behind Norwich you would say so why you are you hand past me you, that? You, you know? <laughs> Unless it was yeah. Yuri, Yuri Geller with his spoons. <laughs> but it's just, you know, four points off of, off of Norwich. And I know Norwich have had the best of seasons and they had, um, but, you know, it just goes to show, isn't it? Same with Watford. You know, Watford, if you say we're two points off Watford, it's just, you know, we're, we're really, we riches. are up against it with the, yeah, exactly. With the best of, of what you expected at the, at the pre-season um, preview that we did. Absolutely. Right. Let's get into yesterday's game then. A few bits to, to talk about. For me, I don't think it was a great performance, but a great result in sort of the context of, of where we are and what we're trying to achieve now this season. Would you, would you say the same thing, Andy? Yeah, 100%. Um, Dino, yeah, it was definitely on, on the right track. Um, if you want me, do you want me to go through the stats of the game now, Dean? You know what? I've been toying with whether we should get a stats jingle that we can just play <laughs> when, well, when you're remind, here. It would remind me to do them. Yeah, the stats. Stats <laughs> in this case, the stats don't real really tell the story of the game. They do don't. They? No, they don't. But it does kind of tell the story from this season to last. Yeah. But I'll explain that. Um, basically, I'll wait. go for yeah. It's, I'll it's just like, go do, sip my cup of tea, and put my feet yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the stats from yesterday. We only had 29% possession, um, but we had 15 goal attempts, which is decent. Only three on target, eight off targets. <coughs> Vic, 
No, sorry. Just, <laughs> just uh, fight there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, four it's not shot. bloody COVID back again. Is <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, no, I, don't, sure. I don't want the season to be curtailed. Do you know what? It's, yeah. It is like, I was thinking today, it's three years since, uh, just short three years now, but, you know, the whole lockdown thing. It just feels like three years ago. <laughs> God, that's gone. Yeah. Uh, four shots blocked. And compared the passes was 224 passes only attempted and only 144 completed. But to get on to what I was talking about earlier is that last season we had a lot more of the ball. We were normally over 50% last season. Yeah. And that is a definite change. And it alludes to your point um, of the wingbacks obviously staying further back. We're allowing teams having the ball a lot more. But the, the difference from last season to this season is that when we're on the break, we are so much more potent. It's unreal. We look It's like two passes break. and we're, we're away, we're in, aren't we? Yeah, and it's like with Vic, he just holds the ball up so well. And, and he's got that ability not just to hold the ball up and bring people in. He spins people and he goes and he can have a shot on goal or then lay someone in. He's got it all, Vic. And that... And I think they play to his strength on that on that counter-attacking way they do things, which we did, which was a massive change compared to last season. He um like if I put myself in an opposition manager's shoes, I mean mm. he must give you sleepless nights. I mean, how the hell do you deal with him? He's unplayable, like, isn't he? You can see there's two or three players on him at, at times, and he's still making chances. Yeah, he's 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 a he's he's a Rolls Royce of a player, you know, he's above the level, let's be honest, he can do it all. Um I'm surprised that, that, I don't know, like an Everton didn't come in for him or did come in for him and just didn't want to pay the money. I don't yeah. know what happened. It but was low ball, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So I'm surprised they didn't because this lad, I know the Premier League's a lot different quality. So it's, a, it's obviously a level up. But for me, he's much better than what they've got already. I think he'll go into some kind of Europa League team. Yeah, yeah, he probably is. He's established international team, you have to remember as well. Yeah. You know, and, so. you know, there's plenty of teams on the continent who are mm. frying out for strikers like him. You know, yeah. it would not surprise me if someone like a Dortmund or a Frankfurt mm. came in for him. Yeah, absolutely. Anything's, anything's possible if he keeps going one like he is doing. He's, a, he's superb to watch. Brilliant. Reports are 12 million today, I saw. But, you know, that might pay <laughs> for an autograph. That might get you an autograph shirt. Um, but you know, I, I was kind of worried. You know, when we talked about his contract length and how that, you know, will yeah. sort of sort the price yeah. out on on. We've we got to get another one in there. We've yeah, got to get I another agree, contract. Yeah. In there. I think I the form that he's in, though, I don't think that contract length is going to do too much damage at this at this point in time. I still, still, still think like you guys, we need another year on him or something like that. I just think we probably need more favourable. Um, terms uh, for Salon like maybe I'm not sure you know we don't know what they are and we don't know the ins and outs but it sounds it sounds like it's a chance to you know to um, to to try and stretch that a little bit fingers crossed I mean because you don't want to be in a situation where we're we have to accept the low ball offer it's the only thing Doug's not done he's got Hummel signed Three years. Oh yeah, Hummel. So yeah. you know what I mean. If he gets, you know, big big signing for another couple of years, he'll get a you, road named after him. <laughs> do you blow? Do you blow the bank though on his on his wage? I think you do because I think yeah, you know you're you going to get it back. Exactly, Dave. Yeah, hundred percent. Because there's there's, there's going to be offers, aren't there? If you if you tie him down for another year, there's definitely going to be offers there. It just gives you a bit more leeway, I suppose, playing with the price. Yeah, I agree with Dave when he says like that. If you, you know, just give him the extra wage, whatever he wants, extend his contract by another couple of years, and then someone will come big for him. 
I'll tell you, yeah. if it keeps going, like it, someone will and, come. And, and you've got to know that you're coming into a summer. I don't, I can't remember who else is out of contract. There's loads of them in there. You know, you, you would be better to get rid of a Walker and a Waghorn, you know, combine those two wages and, and give it to him. Give it's it Vic. Yeah. There was only one foul, um, sorry, zero fouls against him yesterday. Mm. Crazy. Was yeah, crazy. I didn't, yeah, I thought it was going to be more than that. I'd, I had to check that twice if I was being honest. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm sure I've seen him get fouled more than one. But obviously they're right and I'm wrong. But no. It was, um, it was quite an aggressive game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Bit, bit of a needle in it, which we like. But I think that's, I think we came out on top for a change. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in that regard. Mm. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, look, we're not going to talk about refereeing because we do it every week, but the refereeing was just very inconsistent again, wasn't it? The, so many For both thought, sides as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think actually we came out on top on on multiple occasions um, with the refereeing decisions and we're probably fortunate um, on a few of them. Um, but some of them are just, yeah, the same. Very physical game. Um, I like to see... You know, it's nice to see that it, it it was it was a really well thought out game. It was nice to see that we were in. You know, you thought Hamer was going to get booked just because it looked like the perfect game for him to, to get booked. There was a couple but, of uh, flying challenges from Gus, and I thought, yeah. here we go, hit is the return of the yellow card. But you just like you say, he plays on the edge, doesn't he? You can't have him any other way. That's that's kind of how he how he plays. But no, was, I thought it was a, a really well thought out game and they give as good as, as they got. Um, but it was gr- good to see that we, we stuck into them. And you mentioned McNally. I mean, he is really solid in the tackle, isn't he? He does set the tone, I think, for a lot of the other boys and um, definitely did it yesterday, um, setting up the first. Yeah, let's talk about that goal. Uh, obviously, brilliant aggression. You know, questionable foul, uh, but he carried on a great through, through ball to Vic. And then he finally showed some composure whilst not shooting this time uh, to find the enigma that is Jamie Allen, who's popped up at the right place at the right time again, Andy. Seven goals now. Heading towards double figures, do you know? That's what we've asked for. We've, we've asked for midfielders to, to get double figures. You know, you can't argue for that. Um, from any midfield player. Like we said, that was our main issue last season, wasn't it? We didn't get enough goals from midfield. So he's answering the, the, any critics he's got, he's answering them really, really I well. I hold my hands up. I'm one of them. I mean, yeah. I still want to see a little bit more from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his energy is brilliant. Obviously, he's now getting into positions to, to score goals. He's showing mm-hmm. that. But I, I do want to see something, something more, maybe on the creativity side of things. Okay. In his yeah. position. Um, but he's got Casey to do that, hasn't he? Let's be honest. Not anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> mm. have, we, have we got any news on that? Is that a strain or is it pulled? Nothing we've heard so far. Nothing but how, it, yeah. how do you approach that now without him as well? Who's, they got us up top. You have to play to up top, don't you? Yeah, yeah you it's really tough top. now. Yeah. 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 Big um, shame. Big, big shame because he... Obviously, we'll go back onto the goal in a minute, but before, he was so silky yesterday, wasn't he? That Megs he did and everything he did, like he's on the half turn and he just threads people in. You know, we haven't got that apart from Cal and he's yeah. obviously injured as well. We haven't got that ability to do that. And yeah, like you say, if he hopefully it's just a tweak and um, he won't be out for too long, but that will be a miss, unfortunately. We just do what, what Robbins did yesterday and bring Borson Esbrand into that position. Yeah. Who, you know, yeah. what the hell? I, I still question why the hell that was done. 
He's obviously yeah. fought his Ian Matson from last year and thought, well, it worked once. Let's try again. Let's try again. Yeah, against Bristol City away. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just like he, he looks like a rabbit in headlights for me. Yeah, he looked he looked like a fish out of water. So, can we get any more the, cliches? Any more? Yeah, we'll be yeah. on that Brian's good and Twitter account. All the cliches, <laughs> but it, he did, didn't he? Like when he came on at, in that position, he just. Um, yeah, and we can go on to talk about that. I'll let you carry on with the goal and uh, wrap that up. I, but I think um, I think we've wrapped it up there. Yeah. Like I, that's that. I just questioned that yesterday. At that at that point in time, I just thought we need, we we lost a bit of a foothold of the game. That first 10, 15 minutes of the second half. Yeah, I, I'm, he, I'm he's obviously a really sure pacey what... type. Um, but for me, like he doesn't. He, he, he's you know he's, he's an academy player isn't he he's he's a young young player and he he sort of didn't know when to track back he didn't know when to go and it kind of left him in a halfway house and he would kind of just the game was just passing him by going around him um i think he'd really struggle in that role i think he probably needs to play um a lot of players do in when they're young is play with the with the with the game in front of them happening in front of them um, and the ball coming onto them, if that makes sense, and as, so you as can opposed read to read it and try and understand yeah, what's happening. Yeah, as opposed to sort of having to sort of have eyes in your back of your head, really. And that's probably why he's, you know, he's a he's a sort of right right left back, isn't he? By by trade, right back by trade, really. I think, isn't it? He's, he's a, a midfielder. He's a, he's a left back by left, trade. All oh, right, yeah, left wing back. Sorry. So you know, he's. I think that's probably naturally where he should be playing. And I, he, he definitely looked. Like he looked he better when he went left wing, didn't he? Yesterday. Mm. Yeah. But then didn't close down Diallo for the goal. Yeah, apart from that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, apart but, from that. Yeah, I mean, he's a young guy still learning, isn't he? That's yeah, the thing. definitely. Thrown him in that position, in you know, a position he'd never played before. I just questioned that yesterday. I was like, I'm not quite sure why, why we've done that. We've got Maguire there. Mm. We've got God in there. I mean, yeah, we talk about. We, we Walker. also we have, have Walker those there, you know? moments, don't we, where where we sort of start to sleepwalk into a potential draw. You know, before we got the the second as well. You know, we we do have those low periods. I'm I'm confident that's not Mark Robbins. You know, tactics doing that. I guess it's just the the mentality of the game that you start to feel that maybe we're not going to get two and we need to start protecting the one, you know, and then naturally they drop, drop back. But we do seem to do that where all you want people to do is just get your foot on the ball and we can't seem to do it. We sort of go through these lulls where it sort of feels like we're sleepwalking into it, um, into, into, a, into a, a draw or a defeat. Um, I do agree with you to an extent, but I think yesterday that was tactically wrong from, from Robbins. Mm. Yeah. It was, like, it was like playing with 10 men basically, until Bidwell went off and he started back into his normal position. He just, he didn't know where he was or, or what to do. Yeah. He played in that position, didn't he? But then got sent off, didn't he? Was that, didn't he? did he get, oh, that, he, yeah, he, yeah, he was further forward, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in that position. He has played there, but he's, so it's he's not gone well there. so far. Sent off. No, he, he, he was <laughs> awful then as well, yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it's not gone well for him in that position. Yeah, back to the drawing board on, on that one for sure. Um, but the but the other the other wing back Norton Coffey, I think had a much better game yesterday. Still not where I'd like him to be, but he was pivotal in that second goal. He won the ball, carried it forward, laid off to, to Gus. Gus with the first time pass out of this world. Incredible. Gordon again looking up with the ball in space and puts a puts it on a plate really for Victor to finish off Andy. 
Yeah, um, Norton Cuffey, that's probably the best bit of the game he did. I didn't think he had a good game. I thought he played pretty poorly, but um, that's just my view on it. I thought like, he looks very clumsy to me. Um, tries to barge his way through players and and his final ball is not particularly great either. But he did that bit well. Uh, I'll give him credit on that. But I don't think else. you're alone, Andy, with that. No. Or, or, you know, I think a lot of people said that. I think... I, maybe I'm just a soft touch. I have a, you know, I have a bit of a, for, for these, these young lads that you can see raw assets there for me. And that's why I sort okay. of kind of get, get behind, get behind my guess. but mm. you're not alone. I think a lot of people when I was coming out of the ground and when we went back up to the tavern and a lot of people were saying they thought it was, it was a, a poor performance from him. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he had a great game. That, that's mm. me personally, but you know, I can see there's, there's a bit, there's, there's potential there. There's glimpses. Don't get me there, wrong. There's the glimpses and you know, but uh, he's definitely got something in the locker, but I think we're still yet to see the best of him, if, if that makes sense. I think but if we could merge, merge him and Dabo into one super right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a superhuman. Hybrid. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, hybrid. Yeah. That would that would kind of work because, you know, that's what Dabo used to do so well, wasn't it? Take people on. Run with the ball, yeah. 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 But, yeah and yeah. obviously, Norton Coffee does that, but then he gets into a position where he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, he's yeah. ball's pull, isn't it? As I can remember, if you look at Dabo in that, especially in that League One season, everything he did was just you know, turned to gold, yeah. really, from a, in the final third. But alas, we're not in that position to to use Frankie Dabo at the moment. But a great, great goal nonetheless. Uh, what about Gus Hamer's performance oh, yesterday? Amazing. Yeah, he was all over the apart place. From, apart from the complacency for their goal. Yeah, yeah that's got to go, isn't it? <laughs> I absolutely hate complacency in football. We see it week in, week out. Every game you watch on television, just get the ball out, fella. Just get it gone. Like, stop dilly-dallying around. Yeah, that was poor. But apart from that, but that pass to Godden was just sublime, wasn't it? First time, beautiful. Then Godden, you know... Sometimes a lot of strikers take the time on that and then the chance is gone, but he just did it so quickly, didn't he? And that's he's taken a lot on his shoulders at the moment as well, isn't he? Because he's he's not just an offensive player, but with Sheaf, um, mm-hmm. you know, with Sheaf out, he's actually playing quite a bit of a defensive role or at least, um, you, you know, he does seem to win or, or cut out um, balls, doesn't he, every, every now and again. And he, he does have that sort of defensive side to him as well. Um He's having to do two things, I think, a lot of the time at the moment. No, he's doing excellent, isn't he? Yeah, he's really took, like you said, their day. That's a great point about taking responsibility because obviously Sheaf did the dirty work, didn't he? A lot of it. Yeah. Um, but now, he, obviously, he takes a little bit more of that. Eccles has helped because obviously he's been excellent since he's come back in as well. Um, they complement each other quite well. But yeah, I think he, that extra responsibility he's took on his shoulders, he's, he's really excelled, yeah. I think the upturn in form as well has, has come with Gus you know, changing his ways and putting in the performances. And you look at games since since Norwich on the who scored rating, 8.64, They're They're top quality ratings in at the championship in, in midfield. Um, so, you know, that goes to show what he's bringing to the I think they, the showed, they the showed a stat yesterday on Sky Sports and he's leading most things in stats. Like progressive passing, all, all that lot. He is yeah. top of the tree in the championship. Five but, goals, four assists as well. Yeah, 
yeah, again, he's he's chipping in with goals and assists, isn't he, from midfield, which we lacked last season as well. So, you know, um, he's really standing up um, to be counted, Gus, and yeah, he's, he's he's fantastic to watch. I think he's one to be earmarked for, you know, potential activity in the summer as well, which is yeah, definitely. Yeah. You'd be shocked, wouldn't you? Like you'd be shocked, like you know. Don't, I'm not saying that the, the, the scouting system or program in England is is poor, but there there'll be managers that might not even have have been aware that you know a lot of managers we know watch a lot of, watch the football that's on on Sky because it's just like their life, isn't it? It revolves Easy. around it, and <laughs> and you can imagine a few people going, "Oh, he's pretty handy," you know what I mean? Like without sort of fully being aware of of him. Um, but if every time he puts in performance like that on on TV, it creates more hype, doesn't it, around him as a as a as a player? Oh, big time! I think the hype's warranted though, as well. You know, you see some players that get a lot of chat about them. Um, talking of chat, I'm not sure which team was, has been in the championship longer. Um, you know, listening to Sky Sports yesterday, like Sunderland has come come down from the Premier League, and it was a giant killing the way they were going on. Yeah, absolute madness. The loving with with Sunderland. Um, yeah, they seem to. Yeah, that seems to be a new thing with Sunderland. Sky never used to love them, but now, yeah, recently, it's just ever since they've come back up, they seem to really, yeah, pile it on them, don't they? Get Kevin Phillips in the studio, and on the way we go. Yeah, they're really punching <laughs> above their weight for me as well. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, on the performances that we've seen, you don't. You, I can only take on what I've seen them at the start of the season against us and yesterday, but. You know they've they've obviously had must have had a lot of more better performances than, than those two, but still you can't see where they go. I suppose Ross was Ross Stewart, isn't it? Ross Stewart is, 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 is a big is, loss. Is a big, yeah. big loss, I guess. Okay, let's uh, let's let's wrap this one up then. Uh, let's get some man of the matches from you, Andy. We'll start with you. Yeah, I'll go for um, Vic. You know, you know, he assisted the first, scored the second. His all-round game was fantastic. He stretched them. No end. He was a fall in their side all the time. And a special mention, obviously, to Hamer as well. I thought I thought them two were above the level yesterday for me. And David Moore. Yeah, some really good performances yesterday. Hamer was class. Um, Wilson, I think, you know, again, yeah. a solid performance. Done what he had to when he did. But That low save from Diallo. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just he stood up to a lot yesterday, um, and we do feel more solid again now that there's no, not a lot of those jittery nerves seem to have gone. Um, you know, there was a few moments yesterday, wasn't there, where balls came into the box or balls come across, and people were sort of scrapping around. But generally, we look a lot more solid. But I agree with Andy Vic for the matter match. He was um, he was just unplayable um, for majority of the game, and like he said, assist and a goal, absolutely spot on. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Okay, it's a busy period now for the Sky Blues as we head towards the next international break in three weeks' time. We've got five games in that period. Uh, and I think it's a good time to sort of look at those five games in isolation uh, and, and see what the what the lads think of, think about those. So, guys, the, the next five games, Preston away, Tuesday night, Huddersfield away, Hull at home, Wigan away, Blackpool away. How many points would you like us to have? And how many points do you think we'll have? I'll let Andy go first. 
I'd like us to have all. I would like us to have 15. Yeah, I know. I'd I'd like I said that in my I'll brain. Go, I'll, I'll go, know I'll what go. Say. 10. 10. Okay. Achievable, do you think? Yeah, 100%. They're all teams that, apart from Preston, you know, Huddersfield, Hull, Wigan, Blackpool, they're, they're not, they're nothing to shy away from. They're not. They're not. That's three of the bottom four. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, I'm going for 10 and I'll be, yeah, if we, if we, like I say, might, you know, I might even edge up to, no, no I'm going to go with 10. I'm going to stay with 10. Oh, I'm not going to get too, too, uh, <laughs> Don't get too, too carried too, away. Too carried away. I'm going to go with 10 and, uh, if we get 10, we won't be too far off the playoff picture, Dave. No, tell you that. Fingers crossed. Dave? Yeah, nine for me. Sounds like countdown, this. <laughs> <laughs> show, us, show us your workers out for nine. <laughs> well, workers out for nine is a draw at Preston. Uh, We've got to a, break the hoodoo at some oh, point. I hate that yeah, round. <clears throat> we're not. But I think we can beat Huddersfield away from home. Mm. And we've we've simply got to beat Hull. Um so what's that? Six, seven, and two more draws. I think Wigan and Blackpool draws. Yeah, the Preston thing. Look, is there any? Is there a better time to go to Deep Hill and win? They've only won four games at home all season out of seventeen. Tuesday night though, isn't it? At Deep Down? <laughs> the lowest, the lowest goal scored by any team at home in the division. The lowest scored in total as well in the division. The signs are there, lads. No, absolutely. It's, we've got to go there and be positive. It's just that horrible. Every time we, every time I think of Deepdale, I think of Ben Sheaf trying to pass it back to our keeper. I also and, think... And failing. <laughs> you know, you've got Palmer out, haven't you now? It's gonna, it is going to be a tricky... It's going to be a tricky period yeah. now for, for us. Yeah. Like, we've still not got the depth that we've spoke about. I don't know how long Palmer's going to be out for, but he isn't, on the face of it, going to be back... I don't this think week. before before uh, you know he's probably looking at Hull at home. I'd say at a push. Yeah, it, it feels for me like that's sort of past international break territory. That's, that's awful. Yeah, I mean this is it. So it once again though you, it changes the whole dynamics because Palmer yesterday at the start was strong. He looks for through balls. He he gives you that sort of presence in that attacking 10 role right and we haven't got anyone to step into that i know there's been talk about Godden dropping into i, I just can't really see he's that not, he's not got yeah. the, the legs to do that he's not got the legs to do that no and jamie allen isn't gonna step into that role either so you have to change the way you play horses yeah. for courses isn't it yeah can you play gus further forward i worry you lose that that defensive stuff that he's shown recently. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure Eccles can be trusted as an out and out defensive midfielder. And can just I mean? control a game from, from that position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think you lose that. And who else do you bring in to, to put in midfield? Because Liam Kelly's out again. Yeah. Shock horror, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but you it's can't not, believe what yeah. I'm can't, I bet <laughs> you can't believe what I'm saying, but Liam Kelly is injured once again. Um, and, you know, it doesn't pain anyone else more than me because uh, I'd love to see him back in the team. But, uh, yeah, that's that's obviously a concern. What also is a concern for me is our away form still. Only four exactly. wins this yeah. year. So it's yeah. any championship side, especially when you take these uh, five games, they're all scrapping for their lives, a lot of them now. You know, yeah. the Blackpool. Well, every one of feel... these teams, I would say. They are, exactly. So... Not only have you got to go away to them, 
but you've got to go away to to to, 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 to you know the teams that are scrapping you've got the new manager sort of thing with Huddersfield I'm not sure what their recent results have been like um but I think they have I don't know if they've two losses and a win under under Warnock right yeah you know so I, I don't know I think it's it's um any away game in the, any away game in the championship is tough and yeah that's that the away for we've got if you look at our 13 games left eight of them are away from home which puts a little bit of a dampener, Andy, on those playoff potentials for me. Yeah, it does. Let's be honest. If we get to the playoffs, it's absolutely massive achievement, wouldn't it? it you know, considering it's an overachievement. Football, it is massively overachievement. You know what happened at the start of the season with the pitch and the whole fiasco of that's and the injuries we've had this season. It would be an absolute, like you said, Dino, massive overachievement. But we are in and around it, so you know you've got to look at it, but. I am concerned with that away form. That four wins only, you know, away from home is not good enough if you want to be reaching the playoffs. We keep, it seems like we, we, we start rolling, we start getting results, and then we always get a little bit of an injury that, that puts a spanner in the works. I know you've got to have the squad to deal with it, but we haven't. That's the problem. No. Um, and we've also notoriously struggled against lower teams than us, haven't we? Because yeah. they sort of shut up shop and we've got to try and break them down and, we haven't negative really got the players to break them down, have we? No. Really? So, you know, you've got to go negative against them to sort of outdo their negativity, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. We just need a Vic masterclass over the next five, five games, games, really. Just bombarding his way through the championship. Yeah. I think, bottom, I think God, God, Gordon will be chewing at the bit as well to get back. Um, yeah. I think... Um, I think depend- one thing was... Sorry, Andy. One thing yeah, that was overlooked yesterday with Gordon is... Any other striker who's not been in the team, hasn't scored a lot of goals, would have took that shot on yesterday. Yeah, he, would he showed he's a team man. He's a company man. Yeah. Putting that ball across for Vic. You know, oh, yeah. not many other people, players in his position would do that. So that goes to show the type of player he is. Yeah, and it was right on the money as well. It was oh, absolutely yeah. superb. Reminds me of one last year. Remember when he was on the halfway line? He played, was it last year? And he put that yeah. unbelievable ball in behind. To, to Vic, wasn't to it? To Vic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, who was that again? Fulham. Fulham, yeah. So, okay. you know, they've they've got previous. Mm. So maybe that link up can happen, but it would have to be as part of a two rather than the God of behind for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, one God thing of, that God, God, God can't play say the, he can't play in the camera. No. No chance. No. no, that's ridiculous. What are you gonna say before I said about Godham? Can't remember, mate. It was something about playing against lower opposition. Yeah, yeah, lower opposition and obviously the away form um, is it always an issue. And yeah, we always struggle away from home, you know, against the lower opposition because they're sick people, don't they? And we've got to try and break them down. But yeah, unfortunately, we've got to try and find a way. And maybe playing Godden up top with playing two up front would be. But where do you then? What would you play behind that? Is you going to play Alan Eccles and Hamer? Is that what we're in a, looking at? In, in a sort of a small, like a smaller diamond. Small diamond kind of thing, yeah. Okay. But it is going for it as well, isn't it? Because yeah. if, at the end of the day, we are not. We can't go down now. No. There's no financial compense for finishing any any different, apart from we've said this multiple times about you might look more attractive to a player that is looking to stay or that you're looking to or bring join, in. Yeah. But mm. it, really, it, it you know... I suppose this is a fans podcast, isn't it? So we speak like fans, and that's that's what we'd say. Just gung ho, go go for it. But um, 
I suppose Mark Robbins wants to achieve the best possible position that he can. Um, and if that means playing a bit more of a reserved formation, then, then so be it, I guess. Also, one thing going in our favour over this period of time, there's eight games that I looked at today that other teams in the playoff picture are directly facing each other. So they're going to all drop points at some point, you'd imagine, or at least half of them. They can't all win yeah, every single well, game. So Yeah, Mill will play Luton, don't they? Then they've that's, got that's Norwich the first, yeah. um, on Saturday. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's a whole host of games. So yeah, there's, there's eight I counted. There might be more, actually during that period but from what I could see there was there was eight so that's you know if we can get some points on the board and just put the pressure on just put the pressure on I mean if you can come out this week with four points you're absolutely, absolutely. laughing at it yeah point in detail winner just just out of interest I, I don't remember us being that bad away from home in league one when we were like well we never won league. until that Wickham game was it yeah. On was it At Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. So we didn't but, win until yeah. that period, and then we went four on the bounce. Yeah, yeah. So we just went to Tranmere, didn't we? With the with that pitch, and got and got another hat trick. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we had to stock up toilet roll. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I can going as far back as I can remember. We've always been a really bad away side. Mm. Yeah, we have been. Yeah, Cobb have always been decent. Even go back to the nineties. You know, Cobb have always. More better at home than away. Do you remember that season with Haji and all them lot? Hardly won a game away from home. So yeah, yeah. if you look at the the away table in isolation, we're nineteenth, sixteen yeah. points. There you go. That's on that, and you know Huddersfield, Reading, Rotherham, Blackpool, Cardiff. There's there's two teams there with worse away records that we've got to face. What are their home records like? Uh, look at it, home bottom is Wigan. Wigan, good. Preston, Blackpool. Good. There you go. There's three good, of the five. <laughs> there you so go. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like goals Come four on. for Preston and Wigan. Twelve goals at home. There'd be uproar at the CBS if it was only twelve goals. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Imagine being in that position. So I honestly feel like this week is the week where we go to Deepdale and we get a result. And I think <clears throat> I think we've already sold like five hundred tickets, haven't we? There's not many other people thinking the same way as me, but I feel I honestly feel like this is the week to do it. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Do you not? Do you not? You hope so, but do you not believe? I don't. I would be. I would believe know. more if Palm was fit. Yeah, that, that's a blow. I know. I know it's a blow. I, I, I just. I, we've had so many games where. Look, I. I just. I suppose you do. It's that daring to. to to believe isn't it because I look at West Brom that that Friday evening game and we just yeah. didn't turn up did we and I just think that we still have too many of those types of performance in us if that makes sense even away with from Fads, home, even away with from Fads in the team Dave even with Fads back well I, I certainly think we're very difficult to beat and that's why I, I think you know um, a draw uh, would would be would be so the result that I'd be going for. I'd probably a, a, with you know nil nil draw. If I'm honest, um, if we score, I think you know it sounds stupid, but you know if we score, then I think I can't see us conceding. So mm. we're um, yeah. What was that stat I saw on Saturday about whenever we score first, we don't don't concede or something like that, or the games that we win. I yeah. Don't know, it's, I can't remember that. what the actual stat was, but it was actually unbelievable. 
Mm. I can't. You have to be very it. careful with these sort of stats because you start to sound like Michael Owen, don't you? Yeah. In, in, in all of the games that we score first and don't concede, we win. we win. <laughs> <laughs> and with that opti- uh, optimism, Dave, I think we'll leave this week's podcast there. Uh, so thank you for for joining me, chaps. A big thank you to you, the listeners, for for listening, of course, and safe travels to everyone who is off to Preston and Huddersfield this week. A big thank you to our sponsors at the Skyview Tavern. And don't forget, for all the pre, best free and post-match content, keep across all our socials at Sky Blues Extra. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.